Greetings, friends. Thanks for joining me this morning. Today, we are looking to start our week with some wisdom, some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're ready for Psalm 19 and 20 this morning, uh, both of them very short. Uh, and we're going to read Proverbs, uh, let me look here, Proverbs 16, no, Proverbs 15, which is a continuation of the contrast between good and evil. And so that is what is on the agenda today. I pray that you'll be blessed, that your hearts will be pierced, and that this broadcast this morning will help you draw closer to Him. All right. Without further delay, let's dig right in, starting with Psalm 19. I'm going to be using the King James Bible this morning. Here's what it says. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor knowledge where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, and rejoices as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heavens, and his circuit unto the end of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. All right, please note. So there's Psalm 19. It starts off with talking about the, the heavens, and then he goes forth about talking about God's laws and statutes and uh, God's ways. He says the law is perfect, converting the soul. And the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. the law, you know, God's ways, it's convicting, right? It's perfect and converting. The statutes of the law are right, rejoicing in the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure, lightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. The psalmist goes on to say that you should desire these things more than anything, right? More to be desired are they than gold, 
yea, more than fine gold or sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and keeping them is their great reward. Verse 12, who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. David's making the point that you can't even understand the ways that you fail. So he goes on to say, cleanse me even those faults that are secret. But then, verse 13, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. What is he talking about when he says, keep me from presumptuous sins? He's, he's talking about deliberate Sins committed with full knowledge that they are wrong. He's saying, keep me back from that. Keep me back from, you know, it's one this, It's one thing to err in ways that I don't even understand. It's another thing to intentionally sin, willfully sin, deliberately sin. Keep me from doing that. Let that not have control over me, dominion over me. Then I shall be upright and I shall be innocent. Let the words of thy mouth and meditation of my glory acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, of my strength and my Redeemer. And so David, he understands that it's not really in himself to not deliberately and willfully sin. He's got to lean on God. He's got to abide in God for the strength and the power to be kept back. It's almost like asking God, restrain me from doing these things. Especially those things that I know are wrong. Psalm 20, just a few verses here. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of Jacob defend thee. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings. And accept thy burnt sacrifices, Selah. Grant thee according to thy own heart. Fulfill all thy counsel. We will rejoice in thy salvation, and in the name of our God we will set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petitions. Now know that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear him from his holy heaven, and saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord, let the king hear us when we call. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Many Christians today are trusting in chariots and horses. Obviously the world does. But let it not be so with us. Alright, let's switch over here. and We're going to read Proverbs chapter 15. we got 33 verses to get through here. It's just a continuation of that contrast between righteousness and wickedness. Goodness and evil. And... And how, and how that works. So let's have a look here. Chapter 15 of the Proverbs. Verse 1. Soft answers turn away wrath, 
but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Please note, it seems like the writer of this proverb is wanting you, really wanting to get a point across that you need to watch your mouth, right? Like, watch what comes out of it. Think before you speak is something he's going to say later on. A soft answer will turn away wrath, but grievous words will make somebody more angry, right? The mouth of fools pours out foolishness. Let's continue on, verse 5. A fool despises his father's instructions, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. In the house of the righteous is much treasure, but in the revenues of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish doeth not so. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayers of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination unto the Lord, but he loveth them that followeth after righteousness. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way. And he that hateth reproof shall die. Hell and destruction are before the Lord. How much more than the hearts of the children of men? A scorner loveth not the one that reproveth him, neither will he go unto the wise. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but the sorrow of the heart, the spirit, is broken. The heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. Better is dinner of herbs where love is, than a stalled ox and hatred therewith. Please note, those are two very, very great nuggets of wisdom. Better to have God, right? And just a little, as it pertains to this world, than to have a great, than to have a treasure trove, right? But nothing but trouble as a result. Better is a dinner of herbs, right? Like, better is just like the basic needs for dinner. And at least having love than have a stalled ox, but there's hatred. Right? So it's better to have a little, but have the good things in life God, love, than to have the possessions, but then all you have is evil and all of that. Verse 18 A wrathful man stirreth up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeases strife. The way of the slothful man, in other words, a lazy man, is a hedge of thorns, but the way of the righteous is made plain. A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is joy to him that is destitute of wisdom, but a man of understanding walketh uprightly. Without counsel 
purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors they are established. A man had the joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. The way of life is above to the wise, but, the, but he may depart from hell beneath. Let me read that again. The way of life is above to the wise, that he may depart from hell beneath. The Lord will destroy the house of the proud, but he will establish the border of the widow. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. He that is greedy of gain troubleth his own house, but he that hateth gifts shall live. The heart of the righteous studied to answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. Please note, again, more wisdom here about watching what you say. In other words, he's saying that a righteous person takes a minute to think before he speaks. Listen to this again. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer. Right? He thinks about how he's going to respond. But the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. The wicked can't control their mouth. It just, they just spew out nonsense and stupidity. They stir up, and as a result, they stir up strife. It says, the mouth, the tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools pours out foolishness. Few more verses here. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart, and a good report maketh the bones fat. The ear that heareth reproof is of life abideth among the wise. He that refuses instruction despises his own soul, but he that heareth reproof getteth understanding. The fear of the Lord is instruction of wisdom. And before honor, there is humility. And that, my friends, is the end of our study for this morning. I hope you've received some wisdom, some things to think about. I hope that you've received some encouragement and that you were blessed this morning. It was a shorter podcast, but sometimes the passages themselves are shorter. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Don't forget you can go to scriptureandprophecy.com and you can find the archives there. You can sign up for the email list and get access to uh, some a few videos on biblical Hebrew. Um, and that's also where you go to support the mission of truth. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for praying. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.